Hoskin. G'day there and welcome to the rewrap for Thursday. All the best bits from the Mike Hoskin Breakfast on News Talk ZB, starring Mike Yardley in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB and this morning the smeg again is happening. Who saw that coming? Uh, speaking of sharp knives, uh, why you shouldn't trust surgeons at certain times of the year. Uh, other thing, other advice of what not to do? Things you shouldn't say at job interviews. And finally, some advice from the EU about what you should do around the Christmas tree this year. But before any of that, uh, yay, Mike Yardley got a road for Christmas. Yes, the motorway's finally open in Christchurch. It's been a long time coming, but Greater Christchurch takes full possession of a very big Christmas present this morning. The Christchurch Northern Corridor, the CNC, is finally and fully open. Am I excited or what? Now, to put this in an Auckland context, this magnificent new ribbon of motorway is a bit like adding another harbour crossing. The recently completed Western Corridor and the expanded Southern Motorway have already dramatically enhanced journey times for commuters and cargo in that part of the city, They were two roads of national significance. And what I love about this latest one, the CNC, is that it will disperse traffic. So whether you are hauling freight to Littleton or let's suppose you're a North Canterbury commuter bound for the city, you're all good to go. That's its beauty, a stress-busting circuit breaker blitzing the reliance on those cluttered roads like the Main North Road. Commuters now have a sexy new route option. And as much as I am a car-centric, the corridor does have a massive shared walking and cycling path. The NZTA seem to think a lot of people might walk from Rangiora to Christchurch. Bless them. T2 lanes, they will open in due course, that's cool. The only bum note ahead of today's amazing opening of this motorway is the City Council's 11th hour sabotage. As part of the corridor's construction, which joins with Cranford Street in Christchurch, they widened the street right, but because the council has so many anti-fascists, they banned motorists from using all four lanes on the new wide Cranford Street. So a key chunk of that street, uh, those outer lanes only for buses. They weren't even prepared to make them T2 lanes. It was like a meeting of the glums at the council a couple of weeks ago when they decided on this. So as much as I'm excited by the opening of the CNC today, I do have one sad note to offer. It's the last road of national significance we're likely to see built in the mainland for a very long time. That's very sad news, folks. I'm starting to wonder if it was counterproductive calling some of these roads roads of national significance, uh, because then it was just something that we could avoid doing rather than just getting on and building the roads. Anyway, um, uh, hopefully you don't run into too much traffic trouble on roads that you're travelling on over the next few weeks. Uh, It sounds like all roads lead to the new world at the moment to try and get yourself a free knife. Have you noticed another frenzy is continuing to foment? This is the, uh, the smeg knife matter pertaining to new world where you go and get your wee stickers... You've actually got to spend a quite substantial amount of money to get enough stickers to get your free knives. Are, are they so full-size knives or are they like the little shop in the little garden where they're just miniature plastic ones? <laughs> to go with your little garden. Actually, no, I think these are the real McCoy. Uh, one sticker per $20 spent. According to the story I saw, to, complete, uh, to collect the complete set, Glenn, customers would need to spend... at New World Supermarkets. So that's about two weeks shopping for my household. 
Would that be about right? Yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, so what people are now doing is they are hocking off their stickers on Trade Me, and you can make some good money by selling a sticker on Trade Me. Isn't that just nuts? This is what the world's come to. I've got a smeg dishwasher. Does that count? Have people considered just going out <laughs> and buying some knives? <laughs> Funny that, given the, the sales that are on. I have to say, though, I can see why people love anything that says smeg, because it is... A, it is a really good quality brain. Yeah, Don't it, look at me like that. Ever, ever since Red Dwarf, do you, do you remember the TV program Red Dwarf? Yes. Where uh, that was their favourite swear word. Yes, that's true. Smeg, smeg it was too. They, they, they'd often tell each other to smeg off. Smeg off. Smeg off with you. Absolutely. Actually, the smeg dishwasher hasn't smegged off. My dishwasher has been now going 18 years without missing a beat. It's uh, pretty you've good, it eh? Now. You've jinxed it now. Broken dishwasher for Christmas for your <laughs> Can I just also remind everybody, if you do have knives like the Smeg knives, don't put them in the dishwasher. Because the metal expands, the handles don't, and then you end up with a broken handle on your knife. It's happened to me time and time again. I've tried to explain this to the people in my house, and they just will not listen. Not that I'm bitter about it. Uh, yeah, so as I said, uh, if, if you're talking sharp knives, uh, the sharpest of knives is a scalpel. Don't put it in the hand of a surgeon whose birthday it is, though. Does that seem to make sense at all? Did you know you should be wary if your surgeon is having a birthday? This has been published in the British Medical Journal, and I had to like read it three times to make sure I wasn't being sucked into something here. But the latest research published in the British Medical Journal provides the first evidence that surgeons are distracted on their birthday. So next time you're wheeled in and you might notice balloons and bunting in the operating theatre, be very afraid. Surgery is more likely to go wrong if the doctor is holding the knife while celebrating the birthday. They, uh, uh, this research has analysed death rates for elderly patients who did not have surgery on their doctor's birthday as opposed to those who did. 5.6% of elderly patients uh, died when it wasn't the doctor's birthday. 6.9% died when it was. Isn't that the weirdest thing? So what are they distracted by? Well, is it that they're distracted or they're just a bit tipsy? Oh, I see. They might, have pre, they might have preloaded. Do you? Well, I'm just saying. You... A bit of a champagne <laughs> breakfast. <sighs> Happy birthday to me. Let's go and do some surgery. <laughs> the British Medical Journal reckons surgeons may receive birthday messages on their phones in the operating room. No, oh, yeah. well, that's that is that's your problem, isn't it? Although um, you know, with Facebook and Messenger and everything, and everybody yes. knows it's your birthday, so you get a lot of messages. So you've got to you've got to stop mid stitching up the aorta to go like like like. Oh no, <laughs> sorry, this is all bad. This is real bad. But just look it up. British Medical Journal, doctors, uh, birthdays. You'll get the full rundown. I also do wonder if you really want somebody who's got their life in your hands, if you want them contemplating their own mortality at the same time. And that's probably another reason that the, the, the hands start to shake a little bit, isn't it? It's like, mm, another year closer for me too. Whoopsie. Um... Now, we, we've got uh, some advice. Uh, if, if that surgeon needs a new job, here are the things he should not say to get that job. All the ins and the outs, it's The Biz. On the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB.
If you're thinking about a new career for 2021, we may have some job interview advice for you this morning. This is from career expert JT O'Donnell, who has come up with the six worst things you can say during an interview. So what are we dealing with? Number one, I'm a motivated self-starter. If you find yourself saying it, the best case scenario is that your interviewer will ask you to elaborate. Worst case and likely scenario, they will be very unimpressed because they've heard it so many times and move on. (laughs) Number two, in five years I hope to be in your position. Don't think that your potential boss will be flattered by this answer. Um, I didn't like my previous boss. Never speak badly about a former boss, says JT, no matter how bad of an experience you may have had. My biggest weakness is that I'm a perfectionist. This answer is essentially another way of saying I'm too weak to admit any weaknesses. How about, can you tell me more about the company? They took the time to read your resume and learn more about your background, so you're expected to do the same. And finally, what do your perks and benefits look like? You should never bring it up early in the interview process because it will only make the employer question your true intentions. How much? How much money are you paying me? <laughs> Name your price. Uh, I think all of that's pretty self-explanatory, actually, Glenn. You're not dusting off any CVs, are you, at the moment? Um, well, no, not now that all my best lines uh, <laughs> have been completely destroyed. Oh, dear. You see how um, Mike just sort of brought me into the end of that? Uh, as though... Uh, he thought I was changing jobs or ne- would need to change jobs. It's got me thinking ever since he did that. Does he know something that I don't? Kind of worried now. Uh, we'll finish off with some uh, more advice here, this time from the World Health Organization. The World Health Organization, listen to this. They are urging Europeans to wear masks during family gatherings at Christmas. Family gatherings should be held outside if possible. And if you are indoors, family members should wear masks and practice social distancing. I'm not quite sure how that's going to work around the turkey. It makes the secret Santa even more secret. (laughs) Because not only do you not know now who you got the present from, you also now don't know who you've given it to. (laughs) I love it. Yes. um, In fact, is there some kind of like full face mask so you also can't even see the disappointment in their eyes as they unwrap it and then realise that it's something they didn't ask for, never really wanted, and probably would have preferred if it was the real one and not the fake one that was $20 cheaper? Um, Can we get that? Mask sorted. Ah, oh, Christmas. you got to love it, don't you? Follow the Christmas cheer. I am Glenn ZB, and we'll be back with some more great vibes like that tomorrow. See you then.